Bubbler Talk, quenching Milwaukee's thirst for knowledge. Even in the depths of winter, people walk and jog along the Milwaukee River. Some even fish it. One listener wanted to know, What kinds of fish leap in the Milwaukee River? How are those fish populations doing? I meet Laura Schmidt to find out. I'm a fisheries biologist with the Wisconsin Department of Natural Resources. We're standing at the Milwaukee River along Estabrook Park near the former Estabrook Dam. We're upstream from the river's urbanized, channelized downtown Milwaukee self and entering the more natural version of its 100 meandering miles. It's actually really a good spot even if you don't fish and you just want to go watch the fish jumping around. Fish leaping is a seasonal phenomenon. In the spring, we'll see rainbow trout running up the river for, for their spawning time. And they're impressive swimmers. They have a strong jumping ability, and so they can actually make their way up the river all the way to the Bridge Street Dam in Grafton. Autumn signals spawning season for both Chinook and Coho salmon. Then sometimes brown trout, too. To determine how those fish populations are doing, Schmidt and her colleagues monitor both in the river and Lake Michigan, because when they're not spawning, those fish live in the Great Lake. Turns out the Wisconsin DNR, along with its Indiana, Illinois, and Michigan counterparts, stock all those leaping species. None were native to the basin, but Schmidt says they've long shared the lake's waters. The Chinook and Coho salmon in particular were originally stocked to control the alewife population. Salmon feasted on the invasive fish. And the sport fishery really took off from there. And in fact, we do see those species naturally producing on the Michigan side of Lake Michigan. Their streams are a little bit more conducive to that. DNR biologists see far less success in the Milwaukee River and its tributaries because water temperatures are higher and sediment often smothers the eggs. That doesn't keep the fish from trying. For salmon, spawning is literally a once-in-a-lifetime experience. After it accomplishes its spawning mission, the fish dies. There's more to the Milwaukee River scene than the drama of visiting spawners. Schmidt says species native to the river are faring well. We see a large variety of fish in the Milwaukee River, lots of forage fish. The smallmouth bass and the northern pike we see look like they're getting plenty to eat, so they're doing really well. Anglers are allowed to fish for both river-dwelling and visiting species. You can keep five fish, and it can be any mixture, and it's a fishery that's open year-round. There's one fish anglers may not go after. For over a decade, the DNR and other partners have been working to reestablish Lake Sturgeon. Lake Sturgeon were naturally part of the Milwaukee River. They were extirpated years ago, mostly due to fish passage and and other uh, impediments, but we've been stocking them in the Milwaukee River for 16 years now, I believe, and we're just starting to see some adults return back, actually, which is really exciting. I meet Joe Davies and Pete Nikoloff further upstream beyond the Thienesville Dam. A newly improved fish passage was recently completed here. There's just, now there's like resting pools, some cool. nice runs. Um, they made the pools a little bit deeper, keep cool. the, f- the fish safer and stuff. So there might be some fish hanging out here now, but um, in the spring and fall at the right times, you can actually, you can you know look down into these pools and you can see salmon and, and trout and stuff resting. They aren't just avid anglers; they guide people on fishing expeditions. Joe Davies says they stick to the catch and release approach. Yeah, you you just do your best to let them go and let them grow, you know, because that that you know maybe 15 inch fish you let go, two three years time is going to be a trophy fish for somebody, and have reproduced you know during those three year period of time. Davies, who spent years around the world, says the Milwaukee River experience can't be beat. I gotta say, one of the biggest changes I noticed having grown up here and then spending about 20 years away um, 
was the Milwaukee River definitely had this kind of reputation for you know, not being the, the cleanest waterway out there. And there's been some groups like Milwaukee River Keepers that have done unbelievable work. I mean, it, it gets to the point that you go far enough north, the water can get so clear, the fishing becomes quite difficult because, you know, they see you. <laughs> Pete Nikoloff says whether you return the catch to the river or take it home, the river is for everyone. I can come ride your bike from the backyard in Glendale, down to Clutch Park. Uh, North Avenue Bridge. I mean, those sections of the river hold the same pike and smallmouth bass that we target up here. Um, they're, they're just as plentiful down there. So they're, they're accessible to anybody that can get there via public transportation um, or walk or ride your bike or however. It's kind of neat. Turns out the leaping fish question introduced us to more than the life cycle of salmon and the thrill of catching a smallmouth bass. Did you hear the delight in each person's voice when talking about the river and its fish? Take it from biologist Laura Schmidt. You know, I think fish are resilient and they seem to find a way to live in many different conditions and I think that's really cool. Susan Bentz, 89.7, WUWM, Milwaukee's NPR. Support for this season of Bubbler Talk comes from UW Credit Union. What do you want to know about the Milwaukee area? Submit your question at wuwm.com slash bubblertalk.